Oh my goodness. It's oh gonna shit, be one of those days. Is this thing yeah. on? I think we're live on Instagram now as well because I managed to click over and press go live really quickly. Oh, so the thing. Yeah. We're, we're live. We're, we're doing the thing. We're here doing what we're supposed to be doing. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, chipmunks and chipettes, whatever you are. Thanks. Welcome to Uncensored Radio. You see our live for another luscious, luscious weekend um, entree. The entree into the weekend. Kind of, oh, it's a little appetizer. It's filling up a little bit. Got mm, delicious loveliness. Ooh, 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 so it's ooh, an appetizer ooh. then. Yeah, the appetizer of the weekend. <laughs> like, mm. I, I thought maybe you were having a stroke. But... We're dipping. We're dipping into the weekend. We're going, oh, delicious sauce. Delicious sauce. Now, mm. we're not even going to fuck around this week because oh. we've got news and it involves. Hello, Dogsy. <laughs> First of all. How you doing? Hello. Uh, it involves one of our very own, so she's going to shake it out first, and we're going to jump hot in. load of hot topics. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, to paraphrase a beautiful friend of ours, in the 90s, Nickelodeon <laughs> was Kid Central, and that, uh, to, that, to that end, the lovely Miss Katrina A. Johnson is featured in the trailer and in and in the documentary, I'm going to assume, for Quiet On Set, the dark side of kids' TV. Now, Katrina, yes. let's, let's dig deep. How long ago did this first happen? And what was it pitched to you as? Because oh, I think yeah. it's important that people understand that. Right. Okay, well. Uh, I was approached, actually, I think Jeffrey saw the first message. Um, You're welcome. Sorry about that. My bad. (laughs) On uh, Facebook and Instagram Messenger. And they just said they were doing a documentary and they wanted to talk to people who grew up on Nickelodeon and they wanted to hear, you know, my side of the story and how it was. And I kind of ignored it for a good, I don't know, six months. Yeah, yeah. And I was this wasn't the pitch. Yeah. I was talking to Angelique Bates and she goes, well, Leon's doing it and he really wants to talk to you about it and he really thinks you should do it. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Okay, fine. So I talked to Leon and he's like, yeah, I'm doing it. It's legit. It's great. You should do it. Talk to them. They're above board. They're awesome. And I was like, okay, fine. So I talked to them and then, you know, they just said it's a documentary about being on Nickelodeon, what it was like as a kid, what it was like for you. I'm like, okay fine then i talked to angelique some more and she goes you know i don't want to do it because i don't want it to be like some hack job piece about like some dark stuff or like pedophiles or like talking smack about dan schneider and i was like yeah i don't really want to do that either so i told them that and i go hey you know i don't really i don't think i'm gonna do it they're like why i'm like i don't really want to do something that's like dark or negative I just want, I just wanted to tell my story, like, as it was pitched to me. And I go, and you won't tell me what it's called. You won't tell me who else is in it. You won't tell me what the other stories are. I'm like, I'm getting a little skeeved out, so I'm going to pull out. And they were like, no, don't do that. Your story's really good. 
and you just tell what happened to you. We even have Virgil, your old stage manager, coming, and you can talk to him, and you can see how it was for him first. And I was like, I guess that makes sense. Okay. Because Virgil would never be part of something that's like sketchy or scandalous. He's just above board, cool ass dude who was our stage manager for like, I don't know, 20 years. So I was like, okay, fine. That convinced me. And I went about, when was it? I don't know, maybe six, seven months ago, I think. Yeah, it was a while. It was a while, a while ago. Maybe even longer. Maybe eight months ago. It was a while ago. Yeah. I went, I filmed on a soundstage. I just did interview and um, it was a cute little setup. It looked like I was in a dressing room and it all seemed fine. It seemed legit. It seemed above board. It seemed like what I signed on for. And I just told my story, what it was like growing up on the set. And I mean, I didn't really have bad experiences. I mean, they gave me a complex about my weight. <laughs> and uh, the books were heavily favored. Like, but I mean, I had a great experience in Wow, come on. It wasn't that great, right? There was I, a I liked it for, you know, I would do it all again in a heartbeat. You didn't have the, the experience or the trauma that these other people had, but you had your own issues. I mean, we all have our own issues, but what exactly. job do you do that you don't have issues at? And the way that it sounds like it was pitched to Katrina is it was going to be about the experience of being on the show and like growing up in the public eye, et cetera, et cetera. And we know from conversations off air that, you know, you have your own stories about things, that which we're not going to talk about now, <laughs> but that are just as, if not like more interest, like I love hearing some of this. I'm like, oh, okay, girl, that's, that's yeah. exciting. But They've kind of, you know, red herring you into being like the mouthpiece. <laughs> like you're the first, you're the first person that speaks in this trailer, and you're like, "What the hell?" Yeah, like, my big old mouth. <laughs> we we can play that trailer now, Steve. I, I managed to theme okay, a let's, magic. Let's do that because I want to. I want to. Um... Get into it. Bring, yeah, I want to have a little chat with Katrina about some things about the trailer. Um, oh, okay. Well, yeah, you can play I want to clear some. I don't Katrina know where it is. is. It's but under the videos. Okay, I'll, I'll do it from uh, there. If you want to press them. Uh, okay, I've got it. I've got it. Here we go. All right, here we go. In the early 90s, Nickelodeon was kid everything. And you better hope that your house had cable wasn't there to educate you. We were there to have fun, to get slimed, to be entertained. And this is when Dan Schneider arrives. Nickelodeon's golden boy. He created these shows that were hugely successful for them. No one had ever really done sketch comedy starring kids for kids. He launched the careers of child actors who became major stars. For 20 years, he shaped children's entertainment and culture. Thank you for being here. But that marked one of the darkest chapters. Working for Dan was like being in an abusive relationship. Dan's treatment of people on his shows was an open secret. So my lawyer filed complaints, gender discrimination, hostile work environment, harassment, and it was so devastating. 
How safe can any kids be in that environment? There would be even bigger problems down the line with actual pedophiles on set. These are three predators who worked at Nickelodeon, all in a short amount of time. Hey guys, we're ready for you. It was a toxic environment. It made me trust people less. We were there for so many hours. You get comfortable with people until you're not. I had no idea what I was saving my son from. It's a house of horrors. They find this enormous trove of child pornography. The officer said we found Ziploc bags, each one with a girl's name on it. 11 charges of child sexual abuse related to a child actor. It made me wonder who was being hurt. I've been waiting 17 years for today. It wasn't dealing with anybody on the shows or anything, right? It was a child actor. On one of our shows? Yes. Have you ever told your story publicly before? Okay, so yes. first of all, fantastic trailer, but the change in tone from the first half to the second half, you're like, yeah, oh, right we, we are. TV, like crying yeah. TV. Then. Oh, we're on ID. We're definitely on ID because, you know. Oh, man. I didn't even know that. They told me HBO. <laughs> oh, tricky, and, tricky. And, but yeah, this is the thing. Like, TV, and I didn't even know that. Like it or not, now you're pinned to this narrative, yeah. whether you like it or not. So this is your chance to. You know, were you? you were like, Were you? Were you like traumatized? Like, like I feel like those stories, like, like Steve said, it like went from like night and day. Like you weren't tied to the last part of the video, but you were in the beginning. But like, I don't, I don't want to bring up anything that you don't obviously don't want to talk about. But like you said, like it was, it was fine. Like. I feel like, like you said, it was a different experience for everybody, and like I, I would, I would hate to hear that anything happened to you. Like <laughs> that would just be devastating. Like well, I just I think not in the whole thing because I didn't have like a dark. You didn't have a juicy story. Yeah, you didn't have a dark experience. Exactly, like it's traumatizing. Yeah, like I just that's crazy. I mean, obviously you expect it. I mean, not to happen to you, but. That's it's Hollywood. And there because I didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And what happens behind closed doors in, in any job, but especially in Hollywood, you like you're never gonna know the truth of any situation because there is so much, you know, secrecy and legality and you know, NDAs and it's like it's not what you know, it's who you know. If you want a career and da 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 all of that happens. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's a messy bit of messy narrative. So Jeffrey has Jeffrey has some feelings. So about the well, trailer, I I just thought oh he's frozen. Can you hear me? I yeah, can yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. It's not moving, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I I don't know. You guys aren't moving for me either. Who knows? <laughs> um, Katrina, you know, you and I have obviously had very many conversations about this, and your experience was very different from everybody else and I, I think that 
we we don't obviously know what is going to come out of this. But I think your story is very important, right? Because you did have a different experience. So can you, yeah. what are you willing to talk about? Well, um, I mean, I'm willing to talk about all of it. Well, I'm not supposed to say too much about that because I signed an NDA and it's <laughs> kind of yeah. ironclad. But, you know, from what you know from me on this show alone, like I didn't have those terrible dark experiences that it sounds like a lot of the other people had um yeah. for but my parents were very involved my parents were always exactly. there exactly yeah i was never on i was never unattended i was never just left to my own devices like i always yeah, thank god there protecting <laughs> me and i didn't really see anything bad and, and mm -hmm. your working relationship with with any executives on a show well i had a very close relationship with dan schneider who is mentioned throughout this trailer he was my <laughs> mentor we did quite a few scenes together we wrote scenes together we produced scenes together we even you know collaborated on my own tv show and then later on it was taken away and given to amanda Bynes, and i was <sighs> with her for years over that the amanda Bynes show and then, you know, as I grew up, I was like, well, that's not her fault. She was 10. Like, she didn't, you know, she didn't do exactly. anything to be talented. So for years, yeah. I was kind of jealous and I had some animosity towards her. And then I realized, you know, I think actually things turned out great for me. I'm <laughs> and a little like bit meant to be. Mm -hmm. So, and Kitty, can I ask you, like, just direct? Mm -hmm. Do you regret now sitting down in front of that camera for this show, for this documentary? I don't know yet. It's, it's hard because she doesn't know. This is the thing. This is why yeah. we wanted to Haven't talk to her today. Thing? She doesn't know what the content I don't is know what and then lies to her. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know you guys. Well, we'll your, believe, uh, yeah, your experience it. doesn't negate anybody else's, but I think exactly. it's a fair thing that your experience also gets mentioned because for everybody that potentially is alleging that they had a bad experience, unless it, they've gone through a court of law, right? Mm -hmm. It's alleged. Mm -hmm. All the people that had fine experience, they're, they're, why are they not being asked to tell their story, right? Like, well, because I, yeah. we're not just sort of suggested that they want my story for the juxtaposition. They want to show the stark contrast of some other people's experiences because I worked well with Dan Schneider. I thought he was great. He was a mentor to me. I thought he was wonderful. Exactly. You thought it's so everybody. hard, especially when you have that, that role model, you know, relationship with someone. To, I felt to, inspired. Yeah. I felt empowered. Yeah. I felt these amazing things that I have taken with me to this day. I now feel like I can go ahead and try anything I want to try. My ideas were heard. And I feel exactly. like I have a voice. And Whereas I think though it's it seems important. Like other people's experiences were so opposite. They felt like they didn't have a voice, but I was empowered and I did have one. And it's yeah. important to say too, like I, I don't I think that you also don't discount or don't take away anything from anybody else that had a different experience. No, not at all. 
it just wasn't my experience. Right. I wasn't talking about their experience. I was just talking right. about right. mine. Yeah, because so many factors play into everyone's experience. Like you said, you had parents on it's set a sensitive you issue that cared about you and were looking, looking after yeah, you. Your parents, I, especially when you, you get child stars, a lot of the yeah. focus is I'm going to make my child famous. Your parents seem to know that you know your job was your job, it was making you money. But it was a job. Yeah. It wasn't like yeah. sacrificing you to the machine well, of fame they didn't or whatever. Want me to be in the industry, they were trying to talk me out of it, and I was like, "No, this is what I'm. What I'm going to do." strong from day one. Well, <laughs> yeah, I my way in there. They did, they wanted nothing mm -hmm. to do with it. They wanted to keep me away from Hollywood, away from the limelight, away from all of that hoopla. But I dove headfirst for it. So. They had no choice but to just kind of go along with it. Yeah. And look, you are, I think that's, that's a, big, a big reason why, you know, you are so fortunate to have had this, the experience that you had. And it's a, it was a professional environment for you. So Also, I do know one of the other gals' story, uh, Jeanette McCurdy, from her book. I don't know if she's <laughs> in the documentary or not, but it seemed like she was just doing the show to please her mom. Yeah. And then it was miserable for her. And she only did it just to make mom happy because it was living out mom's dream. I can see how that would be miserable, yeah. but I was very much living out my dream. Right. Of yeah. course. And you, you've talked to us about, you know, being on, on, on lunch break from the show and going and hanging out on the set of Guts and doing all this amazing mm -hmm. stuff meeting huge celebrities like you know that came to perform on all that there there is upsides to, to you know to the experience and I'm, that is not just your story i'm sure there are a, a few people that are like oh i had a great time you know it set me up it gave me a work ethic all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. but yeah just being automatically tied to this darkness it's just like oh my god i can't imagine well it is horrific and if if all the things are true right where it talks about three pedophiles were allowed to work at a children's network heads oh, need yeah. to roll. Yeah. one like, thing when they were convincing me to do this show they said we don't allege anything we don't say anything that hasn't been proven and isn't documented in a court of law and yeah, I think, they care. But I think they then went wait on till post-production. Well, but I think they then went on to say um, Dan Schneider was never formally charged yeah. with any crimes. So it's hearsay. So, <laughs> well, or it's somebody else that they're talking about. And we have to wait and see, right? This is the thing. Yeah. that they've They've definitely got people hook, line, and sinker with that trailer because this is not a small thing. Like, you're like, I don't know, it's just going to be a documentary. Although well, this, is, this is on variety and stuff. Was in writing. There was somebody's name, like, underlined in writing at one point. Did anybody catch that? I think it... Oh, someone's... Oh, it's Katrina's vibrator again. It sounds like a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> it's her fan. It's a know. computer fan, guys. <laughs> I feel like, uh, yeah, they understand. Like yeah, Josh Peck, wasn't it? I thought it was Josh. I thought it was his surname. So, 
also people need to understand the timeline of when all of this major stuff happened as well. Like it was towards those mid to later years, and you were you were gone by then, Kat. You were you were like living your life. You're in college. <laughs> like so yeah, it's it's you know, the what-ifs of the situation are, pro are big as well, as you said, with the whole, you know, Amanda show thing. If you had gotten that show instead of Amanda, who knows? Like, would that yeah. have changed your relationship? I know it seems like there's a lot of problems with – and I, I, we're not talking out of school here. Amanda has a lot of problems with her with her parents and her mental health and da-da-da-da-da-da. That's a perfect breeding ground for stuff like that to happen to not only get a star of a show, but supporting cast members to write like every, every horror story that a, a star has, I'm sure that, you know, there's writers and, you know, grips and cameramen that have horrible stories, which we'll talk about in some other stories we're going to cover today, but it's, it's such a game of, you know. And I think it's important, though, that, like, even if we reflect on our own workplaces, things are so um, dynamic, things change over time. Mm -hmm. And what yeah. may, have, may be true at that point was not what was happening at this point. So, and I, I can even liken that to my own workplace. You know, I've worked in the same organisation for eight, nine years now, and my experiences have varied very differently over each year of that working environment so uh, uh, different people different dynamics things change and uh it, it's yeah it's kind of I, I get like this documentary is let's be honest they all are out to make money they don't make documentaries unless there's something they're going to make money out of and yeah i i just hope that well, that's not you know fair. no i just hope that it's not you know smearing people like or tying tarnishing other people into the same thing when it may have not have like as you said Katrina you did not see or be part of any of what is being talked about I mean they could genuinely be trying to expose corruption <laughs> in a children's network true. I mean and if it's all true I mean and if there was pedophiles working at Nickelodeon right that that is a fucking huge issue like how does that happen how yeah. how do people on a sex offender registry, get a job. I mean, that would be like them working at a school. How does that happen? How does that get by? Well, yeah. I think but they are actually very good filmmakers. I think they take their yeah, definitely very seriously, and I think they uncovered a lot of really dark stuff that hasn't been really talked about openly. Mm -hmm. So I and think you did yeah. a great job of that. And we're not going to listen to Back then was that big of a thing, like the sex offender list. Like, was that like a public thing? You know, like, again, just... Back then. I, I think we could... Yeah. I do I know think... that over the years I have had a few journalists call and say, oh, did anything bad ever happen? Did anyone approach you with a foot fetish? And I was like, no. <laughs> I mean, on Instagram all the time, but nothing <laughs> like that when I was a kid. All right, I think the important <laughs> thing to note is that this is just the trailer, okay? And we know that trailers can sometimes promise big things and not deliver. I think, the conversa I think the conversation would be better continued a little bit later down the track, but we know what the 
what the content of they the um managed the to is. make four separate episodes. So they got some content. Yeah. So wow. once once we can once we can all digest the content, I think it, we will understand more about what the focus of the actual documentary is. But as Jeff said, if it's opening up a conversation about anything, then it's a good thing. Whether so they it, went about it, it aired, the right way, who knows? <laughs> it so it airs March seventeenth at um nine p.m. LA time on yes. ID. Or streaming. Two episodes on the seventeenth, and then two episodes on the eighteenth. So um, wow. we might have to we might have to have a bit of a recap. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> might have to have a, a, shaky, so. a shaky drink. But um, thank you, Katrina, for for you know coming in and speaking about it because I know that when stuff like this happens, you're like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> What's happening to me now? But it's, uh, I, I think that you know it's important. And you know you're going to be on TMZ again now, Katrina. It's just inevitable <laughs> <laughs> for, for people to understand out. the difference in you know perspective and you know the, the different stories that go into making something like this. That it's not, yeah, all the doom and gloom, and that is definitely someone's experience, but someone else can have a completely different experience and. Yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> what a great segue. Workplaces can be very, very messy. Um, but this one seems to have been super messy because the War of Charmed will not stop. I thought this was old, 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 old news, but these girls are not letting sleeping dogs lie. They are fucking at it with them. So much so now that even, like, <laughs> co-stars that did like an episode are like chiming in and going well this was my experience like we were just talking about with Katrina's story but um Alyssa Milano has been um driven to comment on the <laughs> on the on the um comments that uh Rose Shannon and Holly Marie Combs have about her um and have you guys read what Alyssa said Look, I think, no, I didn't yet because I just read the comment. It was like, that was a waste of time reading it. And I'm like, well, thanks for that. I think it was a guy, Ked or somebody who always comments yeah, on our articles. So, I'm like, thanks, man. Like, then I'll save my time. But so, we're here to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> to, start off, to start off with, she squarely puts, she goes, um, I feel like I have to respond to what these other three women are saying about me. It's like, oh, okay. So you're the victim straight away. Interesting mm -hmm. talk. Interesting talk. And then she goes on to say that really nothing. <laughs> she goes on with all these words about feelings and interpretations and doesn't really answer any of the allegations against her. Her, her thing is that she feels sad for the fans, that people can't get over something that happened yeah, 25 years ago. Wah, wah, wah. Stop. What a, uh, what a just fucking, she, what a cop She feels that she's in a bad light and that they actually got rid of the wrong one. They should have just nerfed her ass then and everyone would have had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a cop like what a cop out she's like i feel sorry for these women like and, and then shannon has responded on stage um Ch shannon has responded on stage rose has responded on stage and holly marie combs did a fucking four page instagram post about it because she said she felt like she's the middle child in the situation and that the middle <laughs> child needs to speak up and um as I i've seen a, a comment on tiktok saying it can't be everyone else Alyssa. 
when all of these people are saying stuff about you, but everyone's like, Alyssa Milano does so much for charity and she's this and she's that. I was like, but that doesn't take away from the <laughs> fact that you can be two things. You can you can be a charitable, wonderful person that wants to give that money, time, awareness, and other things. You can also be a raging cunt at work. Yeah, yeah or just don't way, get along with the personality well, clashes happen. But and the way that not, a couple way years she, ago, she said that she regretted her part in being competitive and not being more like, you know, friendly. But she doesn't regret. She doesn't regret fire getting someone fired because she gave them an ultimatum. As Shannon said on stage, she took away my livelihood from that show where she was not only an actor, she was directing episodes, she was producing episodes, she was doing those things, and it tarnished her career even further from what happened on Beverly Hills 90210 because she got fired twice. So who's the I who think, the though, that child? was an era where they were pitting a lot of female stars were made to feel in competition with each other, and I think it was a lot more shit that went on that we don't know about, but it happened on so many shows. It happened on Charmed. It happened on Buffy. It happened on all of those big shows that featured female leads where they were like, it was kind of like even with the Royals, like which one's the goody, which one's the baddie, like, oh, Megan and Kate. Like it still goes on, and it's just toxic shit that – people run with and make it worse and perpetuate it. Yes, but I can mm-hmm. see how quite specifically to that show, those girls were pitted against each other because they were From all the star. The they were all the yep. star. They were all the same age, same hair color, same face, same look, and they could all compete out there in the rest of the entertainment industry for every single role because they were all the exact same cookie cutter type. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every single one of them. So I could and see I against each other and that's what they said everything was fine at the beginning when it was like all about sisterhood and female empowerment and da 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 it's when the magazine covers started calling what that one and one but not the other and da 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 that it got to be an issue something similar happened on buffy with charisma and sarah michelle and they were like put it loggerheads and i don't doubt that shannon doherty is difficult to work with at times yeah i don't doubt that Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a difference between, you know, and I don't necessarily agree with Holly Marie Combs either because she said that Alyssa shouldn't have gone to the mediators and shouldn't have expressed her feelings. If they're her feelings and she felt bullied and whatnot, then she's more than, you know, talk about it. But when it came down to the ultimatum, it's her or me, that's squarely in your court. Boo, yeah, you don't, weaponize actually, your, you don't weaponize your feelings. You shouldn't. They actually did the same thing do. to... They did the same thing to um, Shannon and Holly. They said, we'll get rid of Alyssa, and they said no. So wait, doesn't that just make them... Okay, so then why does that make, though, Alyssa wrong? So because she was... That's what what I'm saying. It doesn't make her wrong, but the the ultimatum, she's weaponizing her experience against someone else. But, okay, right. So she hated working with Shannon, didn't want to work with Shannon. She's like, either you get rid of her or I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. So go. <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, look. Again, like, it's, right, it's but if you don't want to leave your job, but you want her gone, you're going to say, oh, I'm going to leave. Uh, fuck them. No, you're going to say, it get rid of her. Been, or I'm yeah. going to go. It should have been someone that is in charge of that should have taken care of the situation. It's, it's someone like, in charge like, of that went, which one's worth more money to me? And, and Alyssa, they decided Alyssa, Alyssa, Alyssa was. Well, Alyssa had a better public image. I mean, Alyssa had that wholesome image from who's the boss and da da da. Like, 
not Melrose Place, but who's <laughs> well, the boss? The like she was the golden child. True that she went to the mediator and that they, she, you know, the parents or whoever threatened to sue them if they fired her. I mean, yeah. then there's a story, right? It's yeah, and, it, and look. It's but the at the end of the day, she's the not the villain. If they couldn't get along and they were both bitches to each other. But I, I, I mean, think, I think it's, it's her doubling down. The on it. it's the, no, but I think it's her doubling down and not taking responsibility. I couldn't yeah. get it out. Yeah, but I don't hear Shannon taking responsibility for being a bitch either. I hear I Shannon not does. playing the victim because, oh, I have cancer, so I'm going to be like, oh, I got fired. But she's not saying I got fired because I was being a bitch. Yeah, she played the bitch card, too. Because like, she's, I was being oh, a she absolutely did. Uh, That's why in that, in that new series of 90210, like, Shannon was the bitch that everyone was scared of when they brought her back. Like, she, she's oh, owned it, I'm pretty I sure. Love, I love, do not get me wrong, I love Shannon Doherty. I, I don't want to see anything bad happen to this chick. I fucking genuinely love her. And I think her getting fired sucks. You know, I hated that she left 90210. So, it, it, you know, I don't like this situation. But at the same time, I mean, what the fuck? You know what I mean? You yeah. can't get along with people. Well, yes, I think. do. Yeah. But I think, I, yeah, I think it's... Figure it out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if they weren't going to do that to Alyssa, I'm going to listen to that to Shannon. It's murky waters, but it, it's not... It shouldn't have been left in there. Yes, they are the stars of the show, but the show should have been the bigger... Focus. Sure, it means that they were still let go on though, and yeah. it did. Sure, it did. Then, then it many means seasons. Those two were better team <laughs> players because seasons. they weren't going to get rid of the three. But then yeah. it means sure, it means Alyssa then wasn't a team player. Was like, no, I'm not fucking doing this, right? Sure. Yeah. So yeah, sure. Does that make Alyssa more of a, a self uh, self preservation person? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But it does, but. Look, we I think the one thing you, yeah, the one thing you mm-hmm. can rely on is that they brought in Rose McGowan as you know the peppy little sister, peppier than anyone else. <laughs> but um, you can rely, you can Stop. always rely on Rose for a a capper. And um, after Shannon had a, a bit of a weepy moment on stage, Rose McGowan comes out with she goes, "I just like to, I just like to put a, a pin or a full stop on your sentence." Um, if you don't mind, and she, like they seem to develop a nice relationship, and <laughs> she goes, "Winners don't let losers dictate history." I was like, "Oh, oh, oh still, the nails are still dark." She's not a fan. She's not a fan. I don't know that I. How harsh is that? Rose McGowan <laughs> is another one, right? Yeah. I, I feel horrible for her. I feel like she's a very sad story, but she's also fucking, you know, a few grapefruit sh- short of a fruit fucking salad. You Jeffrey, you've just given me the best segue as well. We feel sad for these people, but some people are a few grapes short of a picnic. And if you haven't seen the trailer for another Stalin. documentary, you're going to want to watch this fucker. Where is Wendy Williams? It's going to premiere on In Lifetime. the Lifetime. <laughs> oh my god! Ow. If you have How's she not doing? seen, I, if you have not seen Stop the it. trailer to this documentary, no, this is play it. That shit. Cra- oh, well, I don't we can't it. play all. We can't play I'm, multiple I'm, trailers. I'll be right back. Just um, pop. Um, oh, he's oh. really getting. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is channeling the the uh, rise and downfall of 
TV hosts, and you know, she was like hot for a hot minute there, Wendy Williams, yeah. and she, dis- she disappeared and was, uh, I guess, fired from her own show. <laughs> the Wendy she was Williams going well, show. wasn't she? She was well, well We're going to find out about it because Wendy, she is physically and mentally unwell. Like, if you watch this documentary, it is the tip of the iceberg, but you go, holy balls. This you can't just watch this, it without us, This woman who you, this woman <laughs> who, who seemingly who seemingly had it all together has very is a very sick woman. Um she's in the trailer it it shows her um her physical issues. She's got um she can only feel I has two percent feeling in her feet. Did they ever say what caused that seizure when she was on air? Remember when she was like, "Oh, back no, to the, this is the thing." And she, that's, I was about to say that she she had a, a famously had a seizure on on live television. On that the seizure or stroke? I thought it was a stroke. Uh, I think they at least said it was a seizure. Well, she wasn't oh. when she was or anything. She just like went down. Yeah, she was like, oh, oh, oh. yeah, like oh. It looked like a it looked like a stroke because she couldn't speak properly and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah. it's also showing. Look, and I think they have to be careful. But it's in the trailer. Um, alcohol problems, uh, big financial problems. She's in a financial conservatorship at the moment because she cannot Whoa. manage her own money. Wow, um, is the conservator? Allegedly broke, <laughs> a bit, but but she's saying that she's not allowed to see her family. Oh shit! Well, oh, there's probably so, more to that. It'll all be in that <laughs> Exactly. So this is another you know trailer that's baiting, 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 and going. Hey, you want to? But I I knew Wendy was a mess because she's she's messy. That's the kind of, you know, it's kind of talk show host to us. She's the one See, who I find like, her endearing for being messy. I think like she's she a was, real person. I like it. <laughs> look at this look, one. I, blown away. I told, I told this bitch, <laughs> I told this bitch to watch the trailer nearly a week ago. And he's like, oh, yeah. What the oh, fuck, right? my. I didn't even finish it. Yo, the trailer, this bitch. It's crazy. I feel so bad. Why are her eyes bugging out her head like that? What is that? I think it's part of her medical condition. Wow. (laughs) That's horrible. But yeah, but it's not in every shot. And then she's sitting there and she's telling them to fucking leave the goddamn kettle one bottle. Like she is sipping on the sauce and her kid's like, she, my mama, she worked enough. That's the thing. Like, it'll be interesting to see what that narrative is because her, fam- her family are <laughs> allegedly looking out for her, but she's not allowed to see them. She got no money. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you said she want to be back on TV, girl. Not like that. You don't, baby. I, you look like I don't, think, I don't think she'll survive getting back on TV. I have right to see it. In that, in that you state. remember? Did you watch Hey Paula? You mm-hmm. remember that no. fucking trailer? Paula Abdul had a thing, and no. she was testing the perfume, and that bitch was on her fucking hands and knees with the perfume, sniffing the fucking no. perfume. Oh, Simon, oh. stop it, Simon. Oh my god! Oh my god! It was fucking amazing. <laughs> this Simon. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, you, you uh, feel horrible, boy. right? Because you don't want to see anybody go through this, right? You see somebody who's no. a talk show. I think we all want to watch it, though. 
I, yeah. I, mean, I, I hope that whatever's going on. We got a few documentaries coming up. We want to see. So good. So good. <laughs> Docu <laughs> documentary hour. Christina, you're going to hate the next one, but you weren't here last week. So you, we have to deal with the give fallout. Me, give me. That's why I said segue. As I said, as I said, there would be because <laughs> Justin couldn't leave well enough alone uh -oh. and decided to fuck with her. He came back. She napalmed just... the building. She's done. Brittany's Brittany. Um, <laughs> I, I already know what that means. How good? Is, how good is that? I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. So Brittany, um, famously in her book, wrote about um Justin crying when she beat him when in basketball. she beat him in basketball, which is cute. Like, okay, that's fine, whatever. But um. After his, I don't, I guess, non-apology, he like she stepped forward and or was prompted to step forward and do the right thing. Uh, Brittany, yeah, was a bit miffed when he said that he's sorry to absolutely fucking nobody. Uh, the caption for this beautiful shot reads: "Somebody told me someone was talking shit about me on the streets. Do you want to bring it to the court, or will you go home crying to your mum like you did last time?" I'm, oh shit! I'm not sorry. <laughs> See, you don't That's fuck it. with people that don't care. Like she don't no, care what she says. We don't. Yeah. If less you're willing to go there with her, fucking just leave it be. Why yeah. should you post this shit on fucking Instagram though? Like, it, okay, that was the best post she's yeah. done in years. That was that really was yeah. Best. That's so much I, better I, than staring into the camera, all fucking scary. Like. I'm not delicious. saying it wasn't a good post. It was very delicious. <laughs> she should have never apologized to begin with, right? She should have very wishy-washy. Yes. She should have, yeah. Stand your oh, ground. She should have ended it with a sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I, I just love it. I'm <laughs> not sorry. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. And it's now, just look, very childish. But the, re but the response, but he responds. Oh. This is the thing. We're he here for it. Come on. Because they're, child, because they're child stars and obviously can't fucking. But here's the um, thing. Guess who's going, you know, he's what? Uh, releasing an album? He's on tour? What's he doing? Whatever the fuck? Guess yeah. what's happening? Promo. This is all promo. Press, press, all press, press, press. But this, his, his now, his next thing now is he wants a sit down interview with someone so he can explain his side of the story. And you think he's not going to get it? Oh, they of need to sit is. them both down with Wendy Williams. Oh, delicious. Oh, God. <laughs> the music world is a messy place, as we've discovered. But um, Toby Keith died this week, guys. Red Solo Cup. He, uh, more um, importantly, he wrote the song "Who's Your Daddy." Yes, what? at sixty-two, he passed away from stomach cancer. <laughs> poor bastard. Um, so that one, that one kind of knocked me for a six. I'm like, oh, okay, Toby Keith dead. But um, music's Night of Nights happened last or this week, and the Grammys was it's full it. of drama. Kylie won one. Kylie won a Kylie. Grammy. Kylie won a <laughs> Grammy for Australia twenty years after her last one, but. The biggest news of the Grammys, Celine Dion was public on stage presenting after her diagnosis with Stiff-Person Syndrome, um, presenting Album of the Year to Taylor Swift for Midnight's, and there has been a lot of reaction about the uh, non-interaction between those two. Um, I think it was just nice to see 
Celine on stage, and you know she thinks Celine's on her. That was her, hold on, that was her fucking son. He grew up all right. That walked her on stage. I was like, right there, Charles. Hello. Okay, I, I, I just saw like at the same time. So as far as I'm concerned, she should just stay retired. <laughs> Ooh, I, I saw like little clips and snippets, but I saw like when she came out and the song was playing, like Taylor was singing the song. She looked like, oh my God, oh my God. Like she couldn't believe it was her. Like I think people just love to fucking put, like you guys all just said, women against each other. Yep. Love to make Especially Taylor. Ooh, I, I, I think she was like looking at the camera, like, oh my God. Fucking Celine yeah. Dion just gave me a fucking award, right? Like I think I think Taylor and Selena are completely fine with each other. Like, it's just everything is picked apart. That's yeah. what the, yeah. the picture that I saw of her like looking away from her, like that's to me what it looked like. Was her being like, Holy fucking she shit, made, do you believe she made his, Yeah, she made like history. I was on I'm on stage with Celine Dion. Yeah. Like holy but fucking she, shit. Yeah. She made history. That by winning she that award, like a she has made history. She's beaten Frank Sinatra for like you know consecutive Grammy wins. Um, a, a lot of it, people were like, "How dare you not interact with Celine Dion? You don't, you didn't, how can you didn't do this, that, and the other?" Now, um, I saw, I did a little bit of a wander around the internet. These are the one same the, people, though, just, Steve, that can't even let the girl up. go to a football game. Yeah, one of the one of the symptoms of. Um, stiff person syndrome is it has an accelerated um trauma response like flight or flight flight or fight response so if she is startled or like pressure her body reacts in a way that she can't control so we don't know that she wasn't t- like she knew who was presenting her they all know who's presenting the awards beforehand let's not pretend mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. these people all have seats it's all in a fucking running order it's all on a call sheet who are we to know that she wasn't told don't hug her? You know what I mean? Don't don't physically interact with her because you don't know. Because there is a photo of them backstage with her with her arm around her very loosely, like hugging her. So it's just they everyone has their guns out for Taylor, like she's they, they just I don't know if like she wasn't just fucking her. nervous and didn't feel like attacking I, Celine. Like, I wouldn't run up to Katrina, even though I would, like, you know, like when I saw her, I would just automatically hug somebody. Like, there's yeah. boundaries, you know? But there's boundaries, you know? Like, regardless of who the fuck she is. Listen, what? I can't believe that this is what we're talking about with the Grammys. Because did you not fucking see Miley Cyrus in that fucking Tina Turner outfit with the hair? Why did she, why did she look Miley. like Jane Fonda? Her dad's hairdresser, so good. Oh, but he's the I only one. She he's the only one she didn't mention in the ten years. Fabulous. Yes, I noticed, and she goes, she I one, "But I did forget my underwear." Yes. I love shit. So I, she I, want, I just want to thank my hair. That was her, her post. It said, I, I, first of all, I want to thank my hair. That and like, that was one of her lines in one of her Instagram posts. Like, she's she, got, she um, I think she's got big issues with the new wife, considering they were friends. They were friends. It's like, okay. Yeah, that's, um, that's a messy Billy Ray situation we got going on there. It's just like, oh, I don't. Did you see the whole Jay-Z rant, though? I have some feelings. I was yeah. going to get to it. Just hold on one second. Um, did you guys oh, see Jody? Awesome. Mi- did you guys see Jody Mitchell's? Yes, she was thing? great. That was awesome. That was <laughs> insane. I was like, 
for someone to get up on stage after like strokes and like learning to walk three times, learning to speak four times. It's like, uh, what is that? But I was going to create a new segment, but I ran out of time for the cards <laughs> um, and make it. I've got a new segment because Vera's not here, and I'll, I'll just I'll do it now. It's called You Know Who Can Go Fuck Themselves, and <laughs> my my person this week is Jay Z. Jay Z. <laughs> He's go. actually very nice, though. I like Jay Z, but okay, go okay. Ahead. Yes, I'm not. I this is not. Wait, where is it? I'll put the banner up. <laughs> Where's the legend? Blah blah blah. No, the the thoughts. Are, okay, here we go. Yes. <laughs> First of all, yes, Beyonce is an amazing artist. Has the most Grammys out of everyone. Amazing. Never won album of the year. Okay. That happens. That happens. For you to get up on stage and say that people that were nominated in that in that category don't deserve the nomination is fucking bullshit. It is. Yeah. Because guess what, bruh? You might have a problem with your wife not getting nominated, but you were sure as fuck happy enough to get up on stage and accept your own award, weren't you? If you loved mm-hmm. your wife that much, if you're so supportive of your wife and against the Grammys, you reject that award and you make a public statement. You don't go to the fucking show, act like a sad sack for the whole thing, get up and go, oh, aren't I a badass? Then leave after you've had your comment. Stick around and own it if you think you're a big bad dude because let's face it, you're only with Beyonce because Aaliyah wouldn't fuck you. The end. Woo. Leah died. Yeah. <laughs> she got out of it. Let's not let's not <laughs> let's not go there. Okay. That's some okay. dark shit. But um Jay-Z. Oh, that was just so tone deaf. And why bring your daughter up on stage? It's like yeah, yeah, to put her in that she position. Has, she has a Grammy. Yeah, she didn't deserve it, but she your 14-year-old daughter has a Grammy for going, she does? Like, yeah, she does, because she featured on a song that Beyonce was on. So she has a Grammy. Oh, okay. But if, if, if you're that passionate about it, don't attend. Boy, you would have, he would have made more of an impact by boycotting the Grammys, the, the family, you know. They would have made more of an impact by not attending at all than getting up there and acting like a complete fuckwit and then drinking out of the Grammy and, like, but what you, you don't want the awards, you do want the awards, you're going to disrespect the awards, you're going to disrespect the people that voted for the awards. I think he just wants lots of attention. I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, have focusing on releasing a good, focus on releasing a good song without your wife. That might work. <laughs> Has either one of them That's really a- had a big hit in the last decade? Oh, let's not pretend. Okay, they may, may, the music may not be for everyone, but. Beyonce's last couple of albums have been amazing. It just, they've been up against these monstrous albums. Like Adele, uh, uh, she wasn't going to beat Adele. And um, with with Renaissance, yeah, with Renaissance, it's, you know, a queer cultured um, black dance music. Like that's what it was. She never released a music video for it, any of it. Whereas Taylor Swift has released a music video for a queef she did two years ago. <laughs> 7,000 7, tracks that she keeps releasing. Her old back catalogue, unreleased. So, like, the girl has hustled. 
to get yeah. album of the year. She hasn't sat back and gone, I'll be outside. I just don't <laughs> think anyone should be sore losers because, you know, if yeah. someone wins, you should be happy for them and just that's it. It's not going to elevate you by trying to tear them down. Taylor yeah. and Kelly right. Clarkson were up dancing, singing for everybody. Like Taylor and Kelly Clarkson were just like living their best fucking lives. And then mm-hmm. and they've got other people who sit there going, oh, Lana Del Rey in a sad, sad face. It's like. Is she the one with the bangs and the bow? Yeah, the black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I thought it was funny that Taylor Swift was like dragging her up there and she like did not want to go. Yeah, because she's collaborating with like this is the this is the thing. She's collaborating with with Lana on this on Midnight's, but also on the new <laughs> what a fucking flex that was too. Taylor's like, my new album that nobody knows I was making is coming out April 19th and it'll be viable for for fucking album of the year at next year's Grammys. Everyone suck my cock. I'm like, that's a fucking flex. You go. I'm like, you are a winner in my eyes, girl. I'm like, that's good business. She does good business and I am down for that. Um, bad business. Prince Charles is like dying. Prince Charles. Oh, sorry, King Charles is like dying, y'all. Good. You know, it's funny that people have brought up. Um, remember how we posted the prophecies, and they said that the king would be replaced this year. Having been through oh, something, shit. You can't see coming, but there you go. Having having been through something quite similar, um, I think that it is very telling that Harry. Was on the on the boat, on the plane, super quick. That there's even talk of Megan and the kids coming over. Um, in the last twenty four hours, a helicopter landed at Buckingham Palace. I that thought it was is, curable. That is rare. Yeah, but is this? As people have been if saying, it's not too late. We, you don't. You don't look. look that, you've got to look at what the. Um, the, the palace are saying not what they're not saying. So they're saying he can do a, uh, he can do all the dignitary stuff, but the day to day stuff he's handing over to William. Um, there's a whole big. He may step theory. down entirely and just yeah, hand there's it a over whole to big conspiracy theory about what's going on with William and Kate, and that she just happened to go into hospital at the same time he that he went into hospital. Her. Well, she went into she went into hospital for abdominal surgery that will take her out of action, royal action, for nearly six months. Mm-hmm. You think she got a new now, pain? It's got to be me. Well, everyone says that, everyone's saying that it might be a hysterectomy, which is fair enough, but the recovery time on a hysterectomy is not, not six months. No. She might be um, sick, too. On we Friday don't know. On Wednesday, it was working on Monday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there is some there is something else happening. Um, well, that weird prophecy of, said that it wouldn't be William that took over. It wouldn't be who we expect. There's lots of allegations. Maybe Harry that, has to. There is. Uh, there's lots of allegations going Shit. on, and they have been. We've actually even reported on it that there's been an extramarital affair going on for a long time in Kate and William's relationship. Well, isn't William there was supposedly a, a homosexual? No, he just likes to be pegged. Um, and he, one of their friends, like that's the relation. That's the relationship that is. Um, no sir. Well, I've just done my research. <laughs> um, a royal, a royal commentator. Yeah, is that called, allegedly that peg thing? Let's put the allegedly. Well, it was no, it was it was, <laughs> it, was in, it was in the media for 
or it was like probably six months ago. Um, a royal so commentator caught, yeah, <laughs> a, a, a royal commentator got caught online, like on online live, saying that William has had experience with his mother's mental illness, um, passing tissues to her under the door of the bathroom and listening to listening to her crying and being hysterical. So he knows what to do with Kate. So people are saying that it's not a medical issue at all. It's a psychological issue that's been... But wouldn't all that pressure do that to anyone, even if you're the most resilient, stable, <laughs> you know, secure attachment style, if you're just under that scrutiny all well, the time and you've maybe... had children and rah, 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 it could but crack they anyone. they the media and they don't let them say anything bad about her. So right, what is here's, he, right, here's, the, here's the rest of it. How so, old is the littlest one? The, like, how old is the littlest kid? He's only five or six, five or six. Yeah. So um, the problem, the problem, the big problems between Harry and William is the fact that he's having this affair because what's been happening is William and Kate and their people during that whole time have been planting stories in the media about Meghan and Harry to smoke screen. The yeah. other problems, and he's like, "Why won't you stop them doing this to my wife? She wants to kill herself just because you like to be just because you like to be pegged." It's like this is what people are alleging. So that sounds that sounds a lot more feasible. Harry might be the like, hero that we never knew we needed. Yes, <laughs> well, maybe neither one of be. them will end up being the king. Exactly, and be like Queen Beatrice. Yeah. No, they don't like it. But oh, no, I want to see all, Harry all all hunky, hunky. Apparently, in all, like this blue, yeah, in all this hullabaloo, in all this hullabaloo in the really press, fun. Yes, he well, is. allegedly, Harry, Harry's off the hook. Well, the no, the male pattern baldness comes from Diana's side because <laughs> <laughs> they both got it. Uh, well, and Charles has got a thick, luscious head of hair. Well, Prince Charles has given his a blessing on the on the download for um, Fergie to, and Andrew to get remarried. Oh yeah, bring all, Fergie back. All, Fergie's traumatic because she's but she's got cancer as well. <laughs> she's got breast cancer. Oh, she no. had skin, she had skin Fergie. cancer and breast cancer. Um, Andrew and Fergie have been living together for nearly eight years, despite being divorced. That's and weird. I bet you she hasn't had to peg him. <laughs> Well, he doesn't sweat, so we wouldn't know, right? He doesn't sweat, we wouldn't know. It's just the way it goes. The Royals are just messy, 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 messy people. But we love it. We enjoy it. We're messy people. They're going to have to reboot that show on Netflix. Well, well that's why the, queen, the Queen's dead. She's out. It's finished. It's over. They'll have to do a next generation. They can have a spin-off. The Duchess. The crowd, the, crowd, the college years. We'll call it. I mean, it'll be sexy. Yeah, they, they are they all going to move to the beach? Well, it'd be a little bit like nine hundred two one zero, just with yeah. royals or Saint Bonaventure. Oh do you see what Margaret's wearing? Oh my god! Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beatrice and Eugenie wearing strange hats at each other. Going, do you know what's going on? I don't know what's going on. Me either. Cool. Rock on. We're rich. <laughs> you know. Um, that's really all we've got. <laughs> Brad and Angelina are fighting over wine. I don't think um, he's won right, the white the rights to their winery, but he's an alcoholic, so I don't know whether that's the best idea. You that's know, is it? It's great. I was wine. about to say, is it good wine? That's the most really important good. thing. 
Very I'll good. I'll drink with so, you. Yeah. So, speaking of bad ideas, um, there's also news. There's going to be another underrated yes. last summer movie with Jennifer Love Hewitt. She's coming back. The the writer let that slip, so it's not officially announced yet. But Jennifer Love Hewitt's strapping on. And hers. Prince Junior's been approached, well, so he'll say yeah. yeah. But he's he's a fucking sad sack too. It's like cheer up, you can't. Um, but fantastic news. Mr. Pedro Pascal may be strapping on a superhero suit. I Ooh. love him. He is delicious. Oh, daddy. So um, that's yeah, he confirmed. looks handsome there. When he was the like the guest character on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, he looked like a nerd and not attractive at all. Ooh. I know it was probably the character who's well, playing as well, so but I didn't even know who you were talking about. You're like, yeah, he was on Buffy, and I'm like, was he? I know, but most people look better when they're younger. He got better with age, like um, Brad's winery. He's, he's <laughs> you know, aged to his daddydom, and we love that. We love daddydom. It makes us all happy. Oh, look, mm. we got a thumbs up for Pedro Pascal. We need to talk about it more. Um, so if you were, if you're a fan of Uncensored Horror Weiss, um locked ourselves in our houses and watched The Strangers this week, Jeffrey. You were not going to be a thanks part of that. that. So uh, thanks for that. So we watched The Strangers. There's more onsense and horror coming. And you never know what else is like just around the corner. We've got some things bubbling, like a dirty yeast infection. We've got things bubbling under. But Katrina oh. A. Johnson. Oh, no. sorry, girl. I'm sorry, girl. Yeah, Katrina A. Johnson, <laughs> thank you for joining us today. I want Katrina to close the show. I yeah, want her to close the show. What are you going to say to the folks today? Okay. So, in closing, we have to say, let's all get crazy like Wendy Williams. Yes. All right. See you. No, I thought you were going to say, like, get ready, get set. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's what, what I want to say. Lemonade. See you, folks. You want that money? Five million dollars. Jeffrey, what are you having for dinner tonight? I had a meatloaf. I love meatloaf. That's my favorite. Everyone just has to relax because I heard someone tell us once upon a time that it's a little bumping. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes 
Only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 